0: a of it. yeah i like there you grow there you grow it's short it's simple there you grow
1: perfect so episode one of there you grow welcome to our podcast let's start with who we are and how we met um so everyone listening can have an idea so so who are we <laughs>
0: Sarah. Well, my name's Sarah. Um, I live here in Ogden, Utah, and I'm 29 years old. I have a bachelor's degree in sociology and criminal justice, and a master's degree in business administration. Um, I work in the financial industry, and in my free time, I like to read books, and drink coffee, and watch TV shows, just like you know anybody else. <laughs> Uh, pretty much your run-of-the-mill girl, you know, uh, like to bike ride, weightlift, go yeah. hiking, sit on the couch, you know, the whole, the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> whole <package>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm excited for talking about Utah later because uh, the whole outdoorsy thing, I feel like it's very normal for us to be here in Utah, but for a lot of people, they're going to be like, oh, what do you mean backpacking is a normal thing? <laughs> yes, yeah, so true so so true um yeah my name is Virginia Diaz I am 27 years old I uh work in medical device and pharma industry as a quality engineer I have a bachelor's and a master's in mechanical engineer engineering and my hobbies include first of all my dog I'm obsessed with my dog he's like my child and I then I love
0: <laughs> yes he's so sweet
1: um then we'll have to tell his story at some point like
0: how he came to Mexico
1: (laughs) yeah for sure and in my free time I like dancing I like reading um I like hanging out with friends I love coffee too I'm actually drinking coffee right now and and yeah I'm trying to get more outdoorsy I like skiing in the winter but I'm not too much into the whole hiking thing even though I feel good when I'm back from hiking, but I never think, oh, I have some free time. Let me go hiking. So that's something definitely that I I want to work on because it's so healthy for you. But but anyways, so there's that. That's
0: us. And then um, so, you know, when I first met Virginia, um, we were talking through, you know, things that we've gone through in life and, you know, just kind of things we've learned from our experience here on this planet earth. And, you know, we realized that we could learn a lot from each other just in our conversations. And it kind of, you know, the idea kind of grew to, you know, what can we share with other people and what can we learn from other people? Um, you know, just through conversation about life in general and, and things that we've learned. And so we thought that this would be a cool platform to do that. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's going to
1: be very, Hopefully introspective. Like I hope that we can learn like from ourselves and from each other. But hopefully it adds some value also, and we can have some maybe interesting guests or maybe even just like reads that we've read. Uh, I mean, books that we've read, things like that. But um, but yeah, I'm very excited. Um, should we go into how we met? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. So to begin with, um, we met earlier this year, so it hasn't even been a year, but it was like friendship at first sight, a hundred percent. For and- sure. hundred <laughs> percent. And we were both on Bumble BFF and it was like both of our first times. Like I had never been on Bumble BFF, neither had Sarah and we just clicked right away and um, And then we met at the park here in Salt Lake City and we went for a walk and it was like, we've been friends for a long time. And it was just comfortable from the beginning. We started talking, we like almost came from like a similar place. I had gone through a breakup just shortly before that. And and you want to tell a little more?
0: Yeah, yep. I had just gone through a divorce. I was fresh out of a divorce and, you know, looking for friends that maybe, um, you know, I don't know if anyone listening has ever gone through a divorce, but you have your friends that are your friend group between you and your spouse. Mm
1: -hmm. And then
0: suddenly, you know, when you split up, it's like, you need to make your own set of people that aren't going to, um, you know, just, I don't know. They have some form of stake in the other person as well, which is great, but it's like, you need your own group, you know, you need to find your own tribe. So that's what I was setting out to do when I met Virginia.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then from that,
1: we've, We found that we have so many common hobbies too. Like we like to take photos. We've gone out there to take photos and we both like dancing too, which we need to do soon together.
0: Yes.
1: Yes. And we like trying new things like last weekend or the previous one, we went for these fancy
0: brunch and it was so fun and so yummy. (laughs) It was so much fun. I, you know, if you've never treated yourself to one of those fancy breakfasts where they come around and they fill up your water every time you've had a sip. Or they <laughs> yeah. bring oh like God. an entire teapot to your table. <laughs> I vote do it. Just do it. You'll have you'll be filled with so much happiness. It's <laughs> totally worth it. And you get to dress up like we dressed up. And I feel like we were honestly we were like the most dressed
1: up. Like everyone else was just like going for, for brunch and we were like dressed up. <laughs> it just
0: it made true. me so happy. We might have been a little bit extra, but (laughs) I vote, you know, you get one little lifetime here on earth. Why not be a little extra? If you want to dress up, dress up. If you want to dress down, dress down. You do you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, well, we're going to talk about how quarantine has been for (laughs) for us, but um, I think that was such an important part of it is like not having dressed up in some time just because nothing is open. And then going from that to like heels and dress and makeup and hair. Yes. Oh, I kind of want to do it today just for no reason. I did my hair yesterday and I woke up today and I made it like a little crunchy, like uh, those, what they called? Mermaid waves. So like, Ooh, yes. it doesn't suffer too much overnight. So when I woke up, it was still there and it just made me happy to see that I had done, like something for myself. You know what I mean? Like you look at yourself. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I totally. That. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. But, um, but yeah, so we met at the park and then from there we've been doing a lot of things and we have many other plans to come. But this podcast, I think we talked about the podcast like soon into our friendship. It came up soon.
0: Well, yeah, it did. And <laughs> We dove right in, you know, there was the podcast thought and then, you know, we also had mentioned maybe writing a book together. Yes! And I feel like yes! that should still happen. <laughs> I feel like that should still happen. Yeah, you know, it, it needs to happen. It's such a crazy experience to meet someone and like instantly know that this person like I don't know just meant for you on some level in terms oh, of true. you know a friendship and having kind of the same leadership values and you know I just there's lots of good things to come. There's so you many things.
1: instantly, and the thing is we also have so many things in common like in terms of like what we want to achieve in life. We are both interesting like um self-development and leadership and feminism in a way not to an extreme right. like i know that's a controversial thing these days but we're both yeah we both like to learn out of women that are living their lives the way they want to whether it is staying at home with their children or being a cia agent yes, <laughs> yes. and and we love that both of us we love that and And I think the book is definitely needs to come. Like, I think the podcast can be like a good segue into doing that also. So I will see where it takes us.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I think there's so much good to come. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's a fun way. The podcast is a really fun way for us to, you know, connect with people um, and not only meet people that are, you know, similar to you and I but mm-hmm. also people that are different and you know we can kind of talk about our our differences too because that's also, you know, a good thing to have. There's always going to be differences. Um mm-hmm. you know, and we can t- kind of talk through how to get along with people who are different from you or have different opinions from you. You know, we're we're making this podcast right after the US election.
1: Oh man, yes. And
0: you know, it's it's a crazy it's a crazy time out there, but I I still think we can get along with people that you know have very differing opinions and and we can find a common ground so i think I this will be a fun place to be able to do that i agree in fact it's been very interesting because i don't
1: um i don't always have the same opinion as the popular opinion but i feel like i've been very lucky to have friends that are open to discussing their point of view versus my point of view and i i've always always grown from that from being able to openly talk about what we think. And I feel like other people also, like talking to someone that doesn't think the same way you do, but you also respect them enough to know that they must be coming from some kind of common sense place. So,
0: yeah. Right. I agree. So my experience, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the beginning of COVID, I, my parents, my dad is actually a nurse. um, Oh. He, months prior to COVID kind of hitting the U.S. in the way that it did, um, you know, he, he was seeing like early reports of it in China and was instantly just, I don't even know the right word for it, panicked. Um, and I remember he went out and bought like uh, an oxygen machine and I remember thinking that he was just crazy. He was doing the the doomsday prepping, you know, he was out buying a ton of groceries and I thought he was just nuts. Um, and then, you know, it, it came around to March and I got sent home from work. I got sent home to work from home. And about that same day was when we started having all of the toilet paper shortages here in Utah. And I know that was not just the Utah thing. That was across the nation. And so, you know, that's when it really began to feel real for me. And I was only having like flashbacks to all of the zombie movies you could ever imagine. Oh <laughs> like I was starting to get a little bit worried. I, I remember being at the grocery store, starting to like low-key panic on wondering what I should be, you know, stocking up on. And it ranged from like perfectly normal things where I was like, I should get lots of canned food to maybe I need a panic and I should get like this buck knife and a backpacking bag so I can retreat like, <laughs> into the mountains. You know, I felt all of the emotions. It has been a wild ride. <laughs> you know? And I, I don't know, what when did you first hear about it, Virginia? What was kind of your first, um, you know, encounter with, with the whole Quarantine COVID crisis? Yeah, so
1: I have to say that it took a while for me to really take it seriously. Not in the sense of respecting the masks, I've always done that just because I think if there's any chance that you can save someone, then you should do it and it's not a big deal. But honestly, I don't know if it's because at my company, we make medical equipment. So, my previous company, I should say. So we had to continue to go, but they didn't. I didn't see anyone taking it seriously, and maybe it's because they didn't want us to panic because we still had to go in. But everyone was like, "It's not a big deal. It's gonna be over." I remember when they first said we need to do the lockdowns. They were like, "It's gonna be 15 minutes, 15 days, and we're gonna be fine." And then (laughs) fast forward (laughs) eight months after, we're still here. But I, I think when it first first kicked in, maybe. Was the first time I didn't find toilet paper actually because I didn't. My mom was like, You need to get canned food and things that don't expire, and I didn't do any of that. And with the toilet paper, same thing, I was like, Oh, I have enough. Like, I had some extra rolls, so I was like, I'm gonna be fine. And then one day I went to Trader Joe's, and all the frozen food was gone, and then I couldn't find toilet paper anywhere. And then I was like, Oh, god, like this is getting serious, but in terms of being afraid of me catching the disease itself, I haven't been panicking too much. It's more like this, like how the country is going to deal with it and what if it gets out of hand or people get violent or we run out of food, stuff like that. Yeah, that, that, that has been right. my experience, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I, the the work from home experience has been kind of a roller coaster ride for me because I I'm a very social person I'm very extroverted which I'm gonna segue into this really quick and then we'll come back to quarantine but I did um a personality test recently (gasps) which one personalities I did it too did you (laughs) we should talk about it in an episode like in depth because
1: there's there's even these podcasts where they dig into all the different types
0: yeah Yes, we totally should because I, I had my boyfriend do it and he's different. And so we've been different. pointing out like certain things. But anyway, uh, what the, the personality test revealed to me, which I already knew, was that I'm very extroverted and I'm very social. And so the work from home experience for me, you know, starting out, I kind of didn't like it at all because I am so used to like seeing new faces Um, you know, or being able to communicate with people in person, I liked being able to get kind of like dressed up for work and wear heels and blazers and all that. Mm. Um, you know, and so being home, I, I just felt much less, uh, motivated to, to do certain things. Um, but then I grew into, you know, kind of a pattern. I, I have a whiteboard here. And so I kind of, you know, sketch out my day and I try to get ready, But, you know, I've, I've had kind of a rough patch just recently where I just don't, I just don't want to, you know, (laughs) kind of more relaxed on, you know, what I've been wearing, you know, instead of wearing something I would wear to work, I'll, I'll wear like a nice shirt, but then I'll wear yoga pants or, you (laughs) know, I'm, I'm definitely getting laxed and, and I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Um,
1: how like do you think that you see yourself going back to dressing up even though if it's to stay home like wearing heels at home or or pants or do you think that you're just gonna wait until you need to go back
0: um I feel like I kind of want to have at least an element of dressed up maybe it'll be a different uh level of dressing up than than it used to be because I used to I used to go all out you know the yeah. collared shirts the blazers I'd wear I the pearls that. That Like awesome. I just, it was so much fun for me because I, I felt that I had, I was giving myself more power when I dressed like that. I felt, mm-hmm. um, and so you know, I kind of miss that. I don't know, I don't know. I think I'll still have a, an element of dressing up, but it may not be the same.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, I definitely think, and it's hard because I was telling my sister the other day. I feel like you get into this routine of I wake up or, or like I go to bed and I tell myself tomorrow I'm gonna do my hair I'm gonna do some even if it's just very light very light makeup and I'm gonna put something nice on and then you wake up and you, and you ask yourself but what for like am I gonna just do all this to not go anywhere
0: and right i not right.
1: doing it and it's weird and it's like But then there's always that excuse for not doing it, and then you end up never doing it, and then you never use the clothes that you like. Right, it becomes a pattern, yeah, a habit. It does. It's it's dangerous for sure. And and that's the thing is like I'm like, oh, I don't really mind. But yesterday I did my hair, like I was saying, and it I really felt so much better. Like even just doing that, it I I don't know. I was just so happy and so confident. And it's not about the hair, obviously. Like confidence doesn't come from your hair, but but it does
0: help to see that you put time into yourself. Right, right. That's, I think that's it exactly, is that you put time and energy into, um, you know, caring about yourself in a way that, you know, presentation doesn't always matter. But I guess in some aspects, you know, you want to show up for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's kind of a good way to, to see it visually for yourself, you know, that, that you did get ready for the day. Yeah. The show up for yourself. I
1: absolutely love that. I love that so much. And I I do think that is something that is, that is for everyone. Like I think everyone that is working from home is struggling with that a little bit, the, the routine, the dressing up, the talking to people. So have you found something that helps you deal with working from home? Like what advice would you give other
0: people? Um, you know I actually I just recently downloaded an app called strides yeah. and um, you can go in and you can put in it's essentially like a daily task list mm-hmm. um, but it's like habits that you want to build that you can go in and you can say I did this today and it will keep track of it each day and they say that I think it's like 16 days or 14 days or something like that maybe it's 21 I don't know I should Google the actual number but after you do something for a certain amount of days, it then becomes a habit. And so that's what I'm trying to do right now to get myself back into, you know, a a stable groove of, you know, getting up and having that morning routine that I feel is much more productive than, than not. So my current goals are to get up and I want to have quiet time, sometimes meditation time, you know, but essentially just quiet time away from, you know, technology. I'm one of those that unfortunately, you know, my phone is just attached to my hand, um, you know, and so I want to give myself quiet time in the mornings to, you know, really just let my mind flow and think through any of the things that it's trying to deal with that, you know, when we're we're so attached to our phones, it's like our brains don't get the time to process whatever it is that we need to mentally process for our health. Um, And so, that's one of my morning habits that I am currently tracking is to get up and do that. But then, you know, also get ready and then also go through and calendar out my day. And I've started putting in time space in my calendar for things that I wouldn't normally do. So like, I'll actually pencil a lunch in, but then I'll also go in and say, you know, I'll look at my emails from this time to this time and I'll answer these from this time to this time. And you know, try to make my day just feel a little bit more structured. And I feel like that's helped me move from, you know, task to task rather than getting distracted.
1: Yeah, that's that's a really good, so have you been trying, so you said that you may want to do meditation in the morning. Have you been trying
0: that? Yes. Yeah, so I, what I've been doing, I have a yoga mat and I feel like that kind of sets. So I live in a one bedroom apartment. I've got 700 square feet, you know, we're, we're working with space that is used for a lot of different ways. So I feel like when I roll out that yoga mat, I can make that little corner of this place become, you know, its its own purpose. Um, so I'll roll out my little yoga mat. Sometimes I burn incense because it's delicious. Oh. Um... But, you know, I'll just pop myself down and I'll either, you know, do the, the whole cross-legged thing and focus on breathing. Or sometimes I'll just lay down and the Shavasana pose is mm. where you just lay on your back with your palms upward and just focus on your breathing and, you know, just give yourself some quiet time. And mm. I've been doing that for, you know, just a couple of days now, but I feel like it's already something that I look forward to and something that is, you know, giving me some happiness. So yeah. I highly suggest that.
1: Yeah, that definitely sounds pretty good. Um, Yeah, and I think it's important to remember that it's going to end at some point. We don't know when, but at some point, there's going to be a vaccine, there's going to be relief, and there's going to be some sense of normality again. Like It's just a rough patch, and everyone is in the same boat. I think that makes me feel better when I panic sometimes. It's like we're all in this together and we really are like, there's no one that is, hasn't been affected by this. And right. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's really good. But, but yeah, the working from home thing is definitely a game changer.
0: It really is. And then the certain things like I, things that I've never done before, I never did a grocery pickup before. Oh, um, neither. Have and I, I've been doing like the Walmart grocery pickup. And I would like to say that it's because of quarantine, but it's mostly out of laziness. (laughs) But it's pretty cool. Like I kind of dig it. I feel like I save money because I'm not seeing all of the other Mm. things in the aisles. You know, I'm only selecting what I need. Um, And so I feel like that's been, you know, a game changer as well. Mm -hmm. Actually, you're right. I should try that. I I don't know sometimes i like going to do the groceries like
1: when i feel like doing it is super super fun when i don't want to it's like i really really don't want to yeah so, yeah so i don't know i've been using it sometimes it's just like a good get out of the house and try to get creative like i've definitely picked up cooking during quarantine i'm not yes
0: uh-huh
1: yeah i'm, I'm not so much of a cook like I don't know. I think I like, I enjoy more doing things that are fun, like charcuterie boards or cheese boards, like something that is fun more than like cooking a stew for five hours. Like that's not my kind of cooking. Yeah. Yeah. However, I've been trying to be more mindful and like sometimes you see when like you see veggies and sometimes it seems like it's going to take more time than cooking something else. And it's not like that at all. So I've been trying to work on like, like, what kind of dish do I want to eat and like take my time use the spices that I like and just try to step up my game a little more and I that's something that I've really really been liking
0: yeah I totally agree with that um so when I was married my husband made like every meal I'm not even kidding I rarely cooked and it was because I was so bad And when I would try it, like I set the fire alarm off a couple of times, I would get distracted and not realize that something was burning. And so it became something where he would just do it out of, you know, it was the simplest thing if he just did it. And so, you know, moving out to being on my own,
1: Mm -hmm. you
0: know, I... I really had to kind of learn from scratch. I started watching, you know, YouTube videos or like little cooking segments on how to do things. And I totally agree. I feel like quarantine has helped amp me up in terms of, you know, taking on cooking and having it become something that I actually enjoy and I can be more creative with it. You know, I don't have to follow a recipe from like the tiniest steps like I used to. You know, I've kind of grown in that way. So that's that's something else that I've kind of liked about quarantine is that it has, while it sucked in a lot of ways, you know, this whole COVID has sucked in a lot of ways for a lot of people, but I still think that there's lots of growth that's happened during it that people probably haven't even noticed or realized, but has been there for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, so what other hobbies or habits have you picked up during quarantine?
0: Um, I went back to, uh, you know, in like elementary school, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if this is something that you did. This will be interesting to hear, but we, I made friendship bracelets a ton in elementary school. Yeah. And so I, while I sit on my work calls, because a, a large portion of my job is, is phone calls where. I don't actually have to physically do anything. You know, I, I, I take notes on what's happening and I'm participating in the conversation, but it's not something that I do physically. And that's kind of hard for me because I like to be up moving around. Um, and so I'll sit on my work call and I'll be making little friendship bracelets or I've got um, embroidery sets here. And so sometimes I'll sit and do embroidery or just, I don't know, something to kind of keep my hands busy while I'm working. Um, I feel like it helps pass the time. Mm -hmm. that's so nice
1: yeah i i've heard from a lot of people that they picked up a lot of new hobbies and that's definitely a good thing and you know what i always feel so something that i've picked up during quarantine is trying to be more mindful like to assess how i'm feeling something that i noticed some time ago this is what's before uh COVID and everything but i realized that i have stress in my body just from existing like it's not based on something that's happening it's like my body is tense a lot of the time so i've been trying to take a breather and assess the tension in my body and let it go like release it and to be more mindful on how i spend my time on why i feel like i'm always rushing places when it's not really true so the mindfulness aspect of it has been very positive i definitely reconnected with that. And that's something that I've heard from other people also, like the mindfulness piece of it and like picking that up. And I think that's very positive actually.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree. I feel like not only mindfulness for us, but I've been trying to be more mindful of other people too. Um, because I, I don't know, I think maybe it's my sociology background, but I just like to watch people Mm -hmm. and understand people, Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, it's interesting to see the way that others will, you know, behave or interact. And sometimes I feel like I'm quick to judging them for, for what they're doing. And so I'm trying to be more mindful on, you know, kind of what their experience has been like during this time. You know, maybe what are they going through that that I don't see? You know, is this someone that is, you know, experiencing unemployment because of COVID or, you know, are, are there more stressors at home? You know, kids are having to be home a bit more often with, you know, whether doing school from home or, you know, maybe there's been a school shutdown and so it's kind of thrown off. You know what mom and Dad's work styles like, and that's why you know they're kind of enry or angsty, you know, and so it's just this has been an interesting time in you know our human history of seeing the way that people react to stress um, you know and and I think it's a good time for us to find opportunities to help each other um you know it's it's kind of interesting because we can't go out and help them physically like we always could, you know it's not like we can all if someone's quarantining at home, because, you know, there's been an exposure at their kid's school, it's not like we can watch their kids, you know, but maybe we can send over meals or something to kind of make their, their week a little bit easier. You know, it's, it's always, I always like to find a good opportunity to, to do something better or be the helper, you know?
1: Yeah, I agree. So what ways could people, what ways could people help their neighbors or things like that? Because I feel like I haven't seen many of those actually. Maybe like, yeah, maybe, you know, with friends, but
0: yeah, I I think one thing is just to when you see them check in, you know, maybe just see how they're doing. I've got um one neighbor that I had no idea, but she Oh, playing some music in the background. Um <laughs> I have one neighbor but I didn't know that she had actually lost her her brother. Okay. Um, and she, you know, I I hadn't said anything to her, you know, I had seen her but I had never even asked her. And mm-hmm. then one day I was out at the mailboxes and there was a note saying that um, there was a package that had come to her that was some of her brother's belongings and it got misdelivered and she's looking for it. You know, and I, I felt bad because I, I didn't know that was an experience that she was going through or, you know, that she was even experiencing any thing and I see her all the time you know and I should have just said you know how are you doing like are you doing okay you know just check in Mm -hmm. (laughs) in." I think that's the simplest yeah yeah that's very I
1: love that yeah and sometimes even something simple like making some extra food and bringing a meal to your neighbor or your friend or cookies if you make cookies or just sending a text and saying, Hey, it's Monday. I hope you have a good week. Things like that. I,
0: I definitely think they can make such a difference. Right, right. You know, and just kind of taking a a little moment. I always, so when I was at work, um, one of my favorite things to do was one of, well, each month I would have a list of things that I wanted to accomplish. And so it would be simple little things like going to visit my grandparents, um, or, reading a book a month or you know something along those lines but then I also did a random acts of kindness and we have a phone book at work that's like a digital phone book where you can type in someone's name and so I would close my eyes and like hit a letter on the keyboard and like pick a random name someone that I didn't even know and I would enter office candy to them and like a nice note and so I've been wanting to do that here at the apartment because you know it's it's I'm I'm surrounded by a whole bunch of people who are now suddenly having to work from home and go through the same experience that I am so it's like a, a fun easy way to do you know just something nice for other people and sometimes I joke that it's not even for other people it just makes me feel good so yeah. it's like a completely, yeah. <laughs> it's a completely selfish thing at the same time but <laughs> it's you know I feel like it's a good way to to put some goodness out there
1: yeah you know something else that I don't want to put out there um if you're looking to do some kind of random kindness and you're listening to this and you're like, I'm not too sociable because me, myself, I'm not that sociable. Like with people that I'm close to, like you, I cannot stop talking. Like I'm super open and comfortable, but I'm, I don't get out of my way to talk to people. I don't know. Like it's not easy for yeah. me, uh-huh. but I love animals. <laughs> so all this time I've been fostering doggies and cats and things like that. And that is also such a big relief. So if you have a space or you have time if you work from home and you're looking to do something to help in your community, sign up for being a foster parent at the local shelter. And you can choose what size you're comfortable with, what age range you're comfortable with, easy dogs, easy cats, um and you're going to feel so good also and you're definitely going to be helping because there's always dogs and cats that need our help from the shelter and it's also going to be fun for you because they provide everything you need in terms of meds their food and everything so you don't even have to be able to afford it there's no cost to you and it's extremely
0: fun that i think is an awesome thing to mention i love that you did that because um you know i remember so i went to go visit virginia when she had two little kittens and they were so cute and they were just like running all around the place and jumping on everything but it was adorable and so yeah. it, it also made me happy to see it and so i, I can totally see how rewarding that would be but mm-hmm. it's also something that is interesting at the time of covid because i don't know that it's happening so much now but early on people were taking their dogs and dropping them off at the shelter because they I thought they could spread covid yeah. And that was, you know, that was proven as not true. You know, I don't think that there's been, you know, any kinds of cases that would even have, you know, some kind of evidence towards that. But that was just one of those things that was spreading at the time, um, but it was new and there were a lot of misconceptions out there. And yeah. so, yeah, the need is totally there for us to support these animals.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. And if you cannot have them on, if you have a, an old blanket that you want to donate, they can take that. If you want to purchase some cheap food at Costco and bring them, bring them a bag. They can also use that. Like they can always use anything that you can bring on. And if you need to let go of your pet, I don't judge you, but just drop them off at the shelter. Don't leave them on the street. Like they are not going to judge you. They understand, just leave them there. So they have a chance to meet, you know, a new family.
0: Right. Right. I totally agree with that.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent so let's see where we are i cannot see i'll cut this out but i cannot see the time can you see it like i don't know
0: if we're no i don't know how long i know where is this? why is that i was looking too and i was like i don't know let's see where's um i was gonna say where's my text message to you? yeah true that was at 10 so we've been going for like 40 minutes yeah should we wrap it up here and do the Utah one? Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, you want to wrap it up? Sure. All right. So I am, you know, really thankful that we we got to have this, this conversation because, you know, it, it just kind of reinforces the things that I want to do, you know, while we're home in quarantine, um, you know, and so I, I'm excited that, you know, right now it's a Sunday night for us and, and tomorrow's a Monday, which means it's, it's a fresh start for the week. Yep you know, and I'm excited to go back to putting in some of these things that we talked about, um, you know, as my daily habits. So thanks for joining us. Yes. We're excited to
1: have you for the ride. Um, and we're going to have an episode a week, so we'll see you in the next one and be safe and take care of yourself and others if you can. Thanks for joining. Thanks. Bye-bye.